What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew. Welcome back, folks. TWBLC Season 4, Episode 7. Coming to you live on St. Patrick's Day. Here with my co-host, as always, in Essex, Massachusetts, Drew Luster. We also got a special guest on the podcast today. She claims to, to have should have been on the podcast from day one. It's our first mom, Kat Movalley. How you doing today, Kat? I'm good, Curtis, and I'm good, Drew. How are you guys? Fantastic. Doing, doing just fine. Happy to have you on. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. Uh, we can kind of jump right in if you guys are okay with it. I can give you some national holidays we got coming up down the pipeline, March yep. 18th, a Thursday, when you should be hearing it. Uh, a couple, we got a pretty full slate again, Kurt, this week, uh, diverse and dynamic mix here, so... Number one is something that I know Catherine is certainly um, used to experiencing, and that's National Awkward Moments Day. That is tomorrow for any uncomfortable or awkward situations that you may be in. Uh, tomorrow is the day to celebrate those moments. So that's number one. I want to kick it off with that. Um, National Lacy Oatmeal Cookie Day. I mean, what is I'm not sure. the Lacy part of that? I don't know what the Lacy part is, but what I do know is that Oatmeal cookies, and I know you've both heard this before, but it is a major reason that I have trust issues, and I'm sure a lot of other people in my situation do, based on the fact that they can, you know, from the blind eye, average Joe, they look like chocolate chip cookies, and that's a problem to someone like me. Well, you're really kind of throwing some heat at Trish because her staple is the oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. I could do without him. <laughs> I could there do it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need it. I like them once in a while. Not the raisin one, chocolate chip, absolutely, but not the raisin yeah. one. Drew, Drew, I want your comments on Trisha's cookie. So I was going to try to just slide right off of Catherine's back and move move out of this, move out of the hot seat, but I so it's one thing when you know Kurt, like I know what I'm getting with her cookies and it's not it's not something where it's just oatmeal um, and you know what, Catherine, you're right. Sorry. I'm not thinking of oatmeal cookies. I'm thinking of raisin cookies because the raisins look like chuck chips. So that's on me. I'll take the, take the one, take the heat for that. That's how to backslide tonight. out of that one right there. You just, um, Oh, I confused it with this. No, no. As for the oatmeal cookies, I know what I'm getting with Trisha's cookies. So I'm not going to be off put by them so we'll i enjoy say, the cookies we'll it's say ratio. not all oatmeal cookies are created equal almost i that's something that i would say yes that okay. i would agree with i would agree with that statement a couple more to sort of wrap us up national sloppy joe day uh, uh without those two don't need them they're not good no one needs a manwich no i thing. never had one yeah it's I had one just... once and it was like no thing i didn't even finish it yeah, they sort of make my skin crawl a little bit. It just oh, exactly. Like, like, like Billy Foz would always do that. Uh, I don't know what movie is it from. Is it from Billy Madison? Yes. Where he goes, you know, I know how you kids like them extra yeah. sloppy. Yes. <laughs> like, You're scaring so... us, lady. No, I know what you mean. So like gross. So I would agree with you guys. Sloppy Joes. We're not going to celebrate that day. Wait a sloppy um, Joe. 
a couple other ones. National, this is a little bit dark and morbid. Okay. National Supreme Sacrifice Day. I don't know if that has anything to do with like, you know, sacrificing a person to the gods like they did back in the day or what that is. But uh, because of the namesake, I'm probably going to steer clear and I'll wrap it up with. That's a little dark twist on that one. You could have went a lot of different ways. Yeah, I guess. I don't know why that's the first thing I thought of, but it is what it is. And lastly, National Farm Rescuer Day. Again, not sure the context of that one. It's the third Thursday in March every year, National <laughs> Farm Rescuer Day. I think like the farm's going they... under maybe and you rescue a farm. Yeah, maybe people are rescuing farms. I'm not sure, but that's the slate. Pretty uh, dynamic and you know, sort of a mixed bag this week for us coming up tomorrow. So I'd like to point for... out one of those in the, the National Awkward Moment Day. We got to go through the list of maybe our most recent or our favorite one. I mean, I can start without a doubt. I think for me, one of the biggest ones when people were out and about is if you're like in a busy city or on like a, a sidewalk where there's really not much room to go and you walk the same way as somebody, like you yeah. both go right, then you both go left and then you both do it like a third time. That's a good one. I like that. Nothing worse. The next thing no, I'm uh, thinking. Wait, no, ahead. I did it yesterday and then I said to the guy, no, I actually it was this morning, I think, and I... I did it a couple times, and I'm like, huh, I could dance all night long. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Say. I don't know, because, like, you're dancing, you're going, like, side to side. And I'm like, he, and he, he got it, thank God. But still, I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't say that. That was yeah. walking in the market basket. That's cringeworthy right there. That's a tough <laughs> one. No, it's awkward. I don't like it. All right, I'll give you mine. Mine would be on, like, kind of a similar path for awkwardness. It's... When you're like get food from your delivery person and they're like, oh, enjoy that or like something. But you give them the same response of like, have a good one, too. And the person's like at work or something. And you're just like, oh, that was that doesn't feel right. No, you hope that their day is good. You no, want the best I, for them. They like I, that. When someone tells me have a good day, I'm like, thank you. I think I know what Kurt's saying. I don't think he means they say have a good day. But if if like a waiter drops the t drops the plate at the table and they say, enjoy your food and then you say like thanks you too oh yeah that's weird and you say something that like doesn't yeah. add up to what yeah, that's, that's where it's like that's Jesus, my moments like a, where yeah i get lost that's a tough one that's a real tough one for sure all right cat let's hear it i have a lot i've had a lot of time to think about it and I <laughs> um that's all right well we'll move on and we'll I just not being able to think of something when you need to well, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty uncomfortable and awkward moment for sure. Not uncomfortable. I'm fine with that. It's just like, what the fuck? We'll leave you to uh, dancing on the streets with random strangers. That'll yeah, be we good enough. Come... Yeah, we'll come back with it. Well, now you're going to have to start thinking of some stuff because we got our loves and hates up next. We'll start off with love of the week. Drew, what do you have for love of the week? Yeah, I, I have. So both of mine are going to be sort of fast food themed because I'm a fat lard, but. Okay. My love of the week is going to be McDonald's fountain drinks. I believe this may this may have been a recycled love of the week. Yeah, it is. But I can't not bring it up because I want to hammer home the fact that McDonald's Coke and McDonald's Sprite are two things that are not even they're they're completely unmatched in comparison Crack to any Sprite. other soft drink. Say that again? Crack Sprite. Yeah, I mean it's literally like drugs in your vein. Like it's it, when you take a sip of Sprite from McDonald's, it's almost like spicy. 
Like it almost throws me off to a point where it's like undrinkable. It's that strong. When the root beer hits the back of your throat, it's like (laughs) of no other. It is uncomparable. Incomparable. I mean, that's the similar. So that's what I'm sort of saying with like the Coke and Sprite. Like I had a McDonald's Coke tonight. I took that first sip, and when you just feel it course through your body, you feel like you could do anything. Love yeah, it. that's to me, that's Dr. Pepper and Sunkissed out of the metal cans. Oh, yeah, th- those two. Oh, the metal cans. Oh, equally, those are money, too. And I probably have, like, 10 sodas a week, and three of them are from McDonald's a week. Uh, all right. Unhealthy, but I don't <laughs> I need it. I need it. All hey, right. it's better than some addictions. I'll well, tell you that. pick me up. Yeah. Yeah. That is very true. My love of the week, I'm going to go with 24-hour gas stations that are open because I was hankering for some ice cream the other night and everything was closed because it was like 10 p.m. So you had Walmart was closed, Publix was closed because they're not 24 hours. And Mm -hmm. I could just go down the street, my local convenience store gas station, and grab a little Ben & Jerry's. And I told you I switched it up, Drew, from the chocolate fudge brownie that I normally get. Oh, my God, dude. The chocolate fudge brownie absolutely slaps. It (laughs) is. I I don't know. What did you switch to again? I think it was a coffee fudge brownie like type of thing. Okay. So that was pretty good. Yeah. So that's my love of the week. Kat, you got one? Yeah, I do. Um, and it's inspired off of yours. My love of the week is actually coffee. Just, oh, okay. just in general. Just coffee. Black not- coffee? Like, what are we talking here? What's the order? A cup of hot coffee in the morning. Milk and sugar? Um, I got like an oat milk or something. And like, I didn't know how to use a coffee machine. And I just figured it out how. And... I've been making that in the morning just cause just to do it. And I have to do half calf because <laughs> the full caffeinated makes me like jittery, wicked bad. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah. It's bad. It, like, I just can't do it. I'm uncomfortable for the whole day. And, um, so that, and then like, I put like a protein powder in it, but like really it's just the oat milk. But if I don't do that protein powder, then it's like probably like four teaspoons of sugar. A lot of sugar. Oh, okay. Can't do the caffeine. I can do the sugar. You with a like a full cup of coffee in the morning must be just bouncing off the walls. Half calf. You know, I'm saying if you went full calf. I puke. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it, hey, Kurt, oh, there you go. Like, it wouldn't be good. For for some reason, Kat, I don't know why I thought this, but I pegged you as like a uh, an iced coffee year round gal. Like you know, five degrees in the morning, she goes to Dunks and rips her iced coffee. Like doesn't I mean, even I, care. I, to buy iced coffees and drink like maybe three to four sips and then just be done with it and waste so many two dollars and 67 cents like every single day on a medium iced coffee but, who does that sound like kurt in my family that my dad that's, is always that's liz luster to a t i mean Catherine, she'll in in the summer when she's home from school my dad will go down into a room and take a picture and there's like seven iced coffees lined up with like quarter of a sip taken out all week it's a bad habit it, it, and, and Kurt knows this, but it's the pageantry of it. She loves going to get the coffee. Absolutely. Yes, yes. You know, the atmosphere. It's the, it, atmosphere. It's the drive through Exactly. Yes. If you go, I don't know. Drive the yeah. back shore. Exactly. She, uh, yeah, you get your back shore. Yeah. You get your coffee. I right, get it, so, Liz. I'm one of those. So, But I actually do enjoy the taste of hot coffee. So like in the morning, it's just like a nice way to start a day. And this morning, I drank it outside because it was nice out. It was chilly, but... I like was like it's not twenty degrees, so it feels friggin' good. 
and I enjoyed a nice hot cup of coffee, and that's how I started my morning. Well done. Are you are you say that again, Kurt? I said well done. Oh, they said hold on. No. Are you a like you know late July, early August? You wake up and it's eighty degrees. Hot coffee gal, or do you? Is there a? Are you? Does it depend on the season? Or I just learned you... how to use the coffee machine. Okay, but will you put ice in it in the summer? <laughs> That's the question. Oh, no. Okay, I, I would just. I don't know. Maybe if I prepare it like the night before and I wake up and it's cool, but it's like it has to be the second I wake up. And like. Well, We'll check back with you in July then. We'll see how you feel maybe, with your coffee. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good idea. I don't know. Maybe we'll get you back on for a little I summer update. We'll tell. Yes. Hate of the week, Drew. Your your turn. Yep. So this is something. So Leah was all fired up today to go get a shamrock shake. Has never had one. It's St. Patty's Day. We were going to go try it. And I'm speaking for her in this situation. She said it sucked. She said it was like fake minty, like they just kind of sprinkled some fake mint additive taste into a vanilla shake and called it a shamrock shake. And again, McDonald's is just going to make so much money on the pageantry of the shamrock shake when in reality, I think it is a piece of shit. So it's my hate of the week this week is the shamrock shake for it just not being good. Okay. Very simple. I don't have any gripes with you saying that. Catherine? Mm, Gracie just asked me, have you ever had a shamrock shake? And I was like, yeah, in like 2013. So I don't remember what it tastes like. I know in 2013 I had a shit ton of them. That's for sure. <laughs> McDonald's is my hotspot through and through. Like, it's there for me whenever I need it. And shamrock shakes were definitely something I got. I don't remember. I don't know. And I don't I don't really think I'm going to get one. But, yeah, so I get it. And I'm I've had enough of the advertisements of a shamrock shake. Okay. I'm over it. And I'm not big on March. And I know March means, like, it's associated with shamrock shakes. Drew's birthday being in March, that's tough. Yeah, that's oh, a tough, Drew, I'm I, his birthday, that's a, buddy. That's a tough pill to swallow, but, you know, it is what it is. Happy birthday. Thank you. I think oh, you God. reached out, though. Did you I not? Didn't. Oh, okay. Well, it's all good. You know. Thank you. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember that. I'm usually good at that. I'm sorry. No, apology accepted. I appreciate the belated. Is it the twenty uh, first or is it the twelfth? Well, the twenty first has not happened yet, so, so it can't be then. Couldn't That'd be then. Be so if we use our context clues here, probably the twelfth, <laughs> more so. But I appreciate you wishing me a happy birthday. Thank you. Good My hate of the week. I'm going with a couple. Uh, the first one being. Gerber collision in auto repair for which my car is at right now <laughs> because they the process at the start seemed all right and it's just like give me your claim number they take some pictures yeah. uh they were supposed to give me an estimate that day that didn't happen they said bring it back for an appointment for an estimate and I was like okay I don't really care what the estimate is because I got rear-ended and I'm not paying for it so yep. however, however much money you want to put into it just put it on the claim, like send it yep. to State Farm. And they then continued to call me David Quinn because they somehow got it wrong from State Farm after I told State Farm that it's Curtis Quinn. It, the policy is under David Quinn, and I'm like a subsidiary of it. Yeah. 
Was it a robot or a real person you were dealing uh, with? It was a. It was definitely a call center. It was not a robot. It was a real person. But I think English was their second language, and there was some stuff lost in translation. Might as well have been a robot at that point. Uh, so, anyways, they keep calling me David Quinn. I tell the guy when, like, I actually meet up with them last week to drop the car off. Cross the name out on the sheet. Say that it's Curtis. I'm Curtis. It's under David for the auto insurance policy, blah, blah, blah. They then call me and leave me a message with an estimate, which I said I didn't need. Just start work on the car, which they delayed it an extra day for, saying, hey, David, uh, you know, Bob's <laughs> oh got your God. estimate. Could you please give us a call back like when you get off oh work or tomorrow? And I was like ripping my hair out like these freaking people. I answer the phone. Brutal. I'm like, hey, this is Curtis Quinn. Uh, I'm calling back for a Bob who's supposed to give me my estimate. I dropped my car off last week. I don't really need the estimate. And she's like, I'm not seeing anything under Curtis here. And I'm, oh my God. Uh, it was just Jesus Christ. Quite the, the circus that I went through just to be like, don't give me the estimate. Just start the work on the car so I can have the car back. Exactly. Like pulling teeth. But I oh. will say the rental car that I have is it's glorious. So much space. It drives like a boat, but. It's what got some it power. Is, it's an SUV. Of, it's infinity. Like a, it's an infinity, infinity that's, SUV. That's sweet. Probably pretty bad on the gas mileage, but that's oh, all yeah. right. Who rear-ended you? Uh, some random pregnant lady in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. I was si- sitting at a red light and just got a little bump, a little jolt from behind. A love I, tap. It was almost as if I didn't know what happened Like for the five seconds. I was just like, oh, what was that bump? And I was like, oh, I just got hit. Oh, my God. I would have cried. Yikes. So I went through my first experience of an accident, uh, but... That's your first? That's not bad. Yeah, and it wasn't on me, so I, I don't even count it as one. No, there you go. Yeah, obviously not. Knock on wood, but that's my hate of the week. I think I have another one. I can't think of it right now, so I'm going to pass it off to Kat and see if she's got one ready. Okay, yeah, ready. No, I don't. Um, Hate of the week. Hate of the week, hate of the week. Um, Drew... Do you live in Essex? Yeah. I hate that I didn't know that. What the fuck? Yeah, he, just, he didn't I tell really I anybody. That. So, I mean, I... here's my hate of the week. Drew fucking lost it. What's good? Oh, let's wow. dig into that a little because there's some definite, you know. Shots fired. He I didn't mean for it to go here, Drew, but it went here. Oh, yeah. Well, so Drew hasn't seen Catherine's baby, Marley. And how old is Marley now nowadays, Catherine? She'll be two in exactly a month. So in, in April, she'll be April two. 17th. And Drew has not. I don't even know if he's seen a picture, maybe. Maybe online <laughs> on social media. Uh, I, who oh. don't live in the area anymore, have seen Marley. I stopped by Drew, uh, Drew to see my... Drew not in the area either, but I didn't know that. I don't to know see my friend Catherine and, and her newborn, I, I stopped by and saw the baby. So, Drew, you got to see the baby. Yeah, so <laughs> I think my first... My, my best defense, I guess you could call it, would be... Excuse. You, mean? you know, I am a person who... I have my hand in a lot of different things. I'm a lot of, I go a lot of places and a baby that is a year old is, um, definitely, I don't want to get the baby sick or anything like that. So I tried to stay away for Who about a year. Shit, dude. And then he was alive the va- a year before. And then so sickness the, wasn't even a thing. That's true. I like you can't blame it on the pandemic. pandemic. And then the Corona came around. 
Your and then the corona came around last March and blew everything out for the last year. So that sort of set us back. No, no. So that sort of set us back about 365 days. Can you skip the fraud of the fucking week? Just oh, another one for that. I, I, I hate fraud. That's pretty good. I no. like that. A no. dual threat. It's all, it's all good. It's all good in the hood, Drew, for real. But it's not, though. So I don't know. It, it is, but it isn't. And as soon as this is over, I, I have already offered to take you and Marley out to lunch one day. I know. And you didn't answer my text. <laughs> um, nor did you wish me a happy birthday. You I thought my birthday was texting. on the 21st. That's another t- oh, yeah, get over it. So, you just said you were fine with it. So we could go. We could bring this somewhere if you'd like to. We won't. Over and under on when you're seeing the baby within the next two months. I'm taking the under on two months. I'm taking the over. Because I think things will start opening back up. People will be vaccinated. And now the, now the heat is on. Now I'm on the hot seat. So the pressure is on for me to, to back up my words. And that's what, exactly what I'll do in the next two months. I'll take the under then. Okay. Well, let's slide on over to fraud of the week now. I think I'm going to open it up with, I think I have to nominate Catherine for fraud of the week, Drew. I think oh I do. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and, you guys setting me up because I know you fucking plan this for no. telling me. In a shot, I had no idea. I no, 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 Catherine. This this All was right, your play it the th- fuck out. This was your change of you know opinion on our high school Facebook group chat that has recently mm-hmm. came alive, and there's uh. been comments on it. And I think it, what I stated was I originally thought it was a you know a dick swinging contest. No, no. The original post from the person, I was like, that was well-intentioned. I don't think that had anything to do with the dick swinging contest. It was like like general curiosity for what other people are doing. But then the comments got into the dick swinging contest of, you know, where everybody went to school and what kind of career they're in now. And it's like, honestly, for people I really don't know other than like their names and faces from high school. I don't give two shits what you're doing right now. And I I think you were on the same kind of wavelength as me with that as well. But then, and I don't even know if this is a fraud of the week or if it's a kind of swindler of the week because you then changed it over to market yourself, which was a smart move. And... (laughs) Be like, hey, I'm the real estate local in the group. If you need a house, come through me. So, right, right. I guess it's it's almost not a fraud of the week. It's almost a a troll of those folks because you're exploiting them I'm for a swindler, and I'm a troll, and you're a bitch. No, on March 14th, I didn't wake up knowing that everyone was going to be updating everyone, and then <laughs> it was. It was like, oh, my God, well, here everyone is. Here you all are. Okay, that's what everyone's doing. Great. Okay. Ah. And I was like, uh, I don't know. And then later I was like, see, Catherine, this is like why you need to not be like that because you should be taking this time and updating everyone what you're doing. But then still I was like, no. And then that next day, yeah, I changed my mind. I said, you know what, I'm going to take this opportunity And I'm going to tell people because you know what? I don't know what I'm more scared of. 
telling people something and they don't care or not telling them all and then having missed that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the fuck them type of attitude. That's a good now. way to look yeah. at it. Yeah, so, so maybe they don't care. Didn't seem like anyone cared because no one fucking messaged me with any questions. <laughs> but hey, well, if you got any real estate questions, you come to me. Catherine Mulvalli, what's good? To your but, defense, Catherine, I think you're sort of playing the long game and hopefully planting the seed right. as people... Uh, put themselves in a position where they're able to purchase a home. I like, I like it. I, again, a little bit fraudulent given your uh, initial opinion on the thread and the fact that you switched gears as fast as you did. At first. It takes a minute to process. It's but not I, fraudulent. It's just Catherine processing. Okay. But again, I do understand the reason behind you kind of turning the tables on yourself a little bit. Catherine, welcome to the Fraud of the Week Club. I also have one. Drew has about five. He's, I think he's like the historic record holder for Fraud of the yeah. Week. Not surprised. He's got a hanging plant behind him. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know how that makes me a fraud. I really it's would. It's not you. Are you keeping that plant alive or is Leah girl? It's actually not. He had to check if it was there. It's he actually, I don't believe that's real. So okay. does that make me fraudulent? That makes you a little fraudulent. You don't know if it's real or not. I don't believe it is. I'm like 70, 30, 70%. Like, I don't think it's real. So I'm growing basil over in that corner. Yeah, I'm sure that's what you're growing. <laughs> All right, Drew, fraud of the week. What do you got? Or we can go uh, over to fr- Catherine, whoever has it first. Yeah, ladies first. We'll give Cat the floor. Go ahead. You know I need more time. All right, my fraud, fraud of the week. I don't know why I said fraud like I'm from Philly. My fraud of the fucking week. Oh, my New Jersey. Uh, my fraud of the week is portion suggestions on food items. Uh, you get your extra toasty box of Cheez-Its, and I'm over here eating <laughs> probably half the bag in like 20 minutes. Did you and, say toasty? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the only way. Yeah. And you look on the back, and then all of a sudden, after you've had like 19 handfuls, it says a, a, a reasonable, normal serving size for one individual calories. is like, it's like two Cheez-Its. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, no. It, and it's not even just Cheez-Its. It, it's everything yeah. in general that is like that. Yep. And it's so, I, I don't even, I don't know if I would call it toxic or what, but it's, it's a problem and it, it, it is fraudulent in my mind. Can I tell you this? Why don't they just put the number of like calories and all the caloric information for the bag like you get like a bag of m&ms it splits it up into how many m&ms you have if you get no one wants to see that thousand number or that like high ass number well i i think i'd rather have it than having the i look at it after i eat a whole bag of powdered donuts and it says like 260 and there's eight servings and i'm like oh my god you're like geez that math adds up (laughs) i could easily eat a whole bag of powdered donuts i could Easily, easily. Or the chocolate ones. That's a a good uh, Hall of Fame fraud of the week there, Drew. I like that one. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes to what we have been talking about with the Ben and Jerry's. Like, I bet if you look at a pint of Ben and Jerry's, I bet like two or three scoops is like a a respectable serving. No, they'd say say like half the cup. But I'm knocking out at least half of it typically, maybe more in one sitting if like. It's not the whole thing. If I can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever eaten an entire pint in one You're thing. just lying about half the thing. You're lying, I think. You don't eat half the ice cream, right? Because I think I eat the whole thing. I eat the whole thing uh, every time almost. Maybe three-fourths. Maybe like – or like five-eighths. I don't know, but I, – I Hand on the Bible, I have never eaten the entire pint in one sitting. 
Do you eat like a whole bishko froyo? I guess, but I wouldn't. I, maybe it's because of my issues, uh, digestive yeah. issues. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, orange juice. You got orange juice at Morning Glory. Yeah, everyone got milk and you got orange juice. You got a small orange juice. He he claims he's lactose intolerant. We're, I remember that. Oh we don't God. fully believe it. I, I just got so rattled because all of a sudden, without any contact, she just goes, orange juice. Orange I had juice. no I'm idea like, what she what? was talking about. I'm like, is this a nickname? Is, is this like an inside joke? Like, holy crap. No, but yeah, because you used to, yeah, it makes sense. I got to say, I do miss the morning glory days. That place was awesome. So they are dearly missed. Well, edit this into the in the video earlier. My hate of the week is that Morning Glory isn't a thing and that we don't have a restaurant like Morning Glory in Gloucester, Massachusetts, and someone needs to step up. I think Anthony Shimataro wants to do something like that, so I'm calling him out. Do it. Someone do it. Someone needs to open it. And What a staff, too, that was working there. You had Kat. You had oh, co yeah. Cousin Jill. You also Jill had... Made a, Jill made a quick appearance at the Morning Glory. You she also had, had no an 85-year-old woman who was an absolute beast just serving you oh half God. the time she's my role model in life i i aspire to be like her and, and her sister just yelling at her the entire time i love it and jill never showed up to work on time ever and i was like nervous i showed up like half an hour early every goddamn day but I, that's just how i am in life and jill just fucking jill prancing on in yeah doing her thing oh man all right cat you're up fraud of the week Let's wrap this thing up with a bow. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I have one. The, the, the fraud of the week or the most fraudulent of fraudulent things in life is probably literally growing, is having to do things every day. Having to wake up and literally do things every day. Like work. And, Having you know, to literally live and function is fraudulent in and of itself. Okay. I don't hate that. I think that's a very I'm tired. Well thought out fraud of the week. If I could be like a bum for a month, I would do it. But it's but there's literally you never. I can never be that, and you neither yeah, of you could. You could not never really sustainable. So you could say we're all frauds in that manner. Life is I think, no, I think the idea of living, growing up is living fraudulent. Life, living yeah. life successfully and right is fraudulent. What That's society thinks is right. What the hell? Yes, there you no, go. No, no, it's what really feels right. It's that's what feels right. It's what. Now that's interesting that you say that because you're all. What you feel is right is fraudulent, is what you're saying. What you I, think is right. I get bored if I'm not doing something, though. I feel like, like, yes, I don't want to work. Every day, but if I'm not working and I'm just sitting on the couch all day, I, I feel like a bum. I get, yeah, I guess pertaining to the type of person you are, if you want to be a member of society and that's where you want to live and partake, you need to function every day. And sometimes, I, I mean, I always want to be a member of society, but I don't always want to function. Okay. I would agree. I, w I wish there was a way for me to just like take, you know, like for me, I like at it as if if there was another day added onto the weekend that would be that's what i would want no that wouldn't even do it for me it's not that even would that do it for me. Not... it's like I vacation yeah because by the end of vacation i'm like all right wrap this up let's get back home 
Yeah, that that can happen to me from time to time. You kind of want to you want to get back into a rhythm of things and yeah, there's stuff you miss out on because like vacation, it's a drink fest usually, and then by the end of it, I'm like, I don't want any more alcohol for the next month. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah. What do you drink, Curtis? Uh, I recently the the favorite drink that's been going around has been the Malibu and Coke. Oh my oh, god! Still haven't had it. I gotta try it. Um, Malibu and Coke. I mean, IPA is like casually, but that's my little liqueur drink. I guess you could say. I tried a Guinness today, and it wasn't bad. It tastes like coffee. Oh, that's awesome. To me, um, I don't remember, but. Um, I I drink wine. Catherine's brain is her fraud of the week. Her her memory. Yeah. yeah. Does not serve me well. <laughs> you could say that. Well, I think for our final topic with you, Cat, we gotta ask some mom questions, and we can do yeah. it in a little rapid fire sense. True, we can probably be good at these. We can just I... go back and forth, and I'll yeah. I'll start off hot. You know, birth okay. one out of ten. How great was it? Um, okay, okay, this is a good one because I'm going to give it a 7 because... So is that on the good the good is side of things? Yeah, yeah, or is that on an enjoyability yeah, scale? I'm going to give it a 7. Oh, that, no, it's a 7 out of 10 good, Drew. That, I can't be, that, I don't see how that's possible. What, one's, oh, oh, what, oh. I thought you meant the scale. One is good. In it. One is bad. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to give it a 7 because, listen, <laughs> pregnancy sucked dick not fun it was not good like that it was sick every day it was tired it was like oh my god and then in the last like two months it was five pounds of fucking week i gained and i was not doing that i was a big bitch and then i gave birth and because my pregnancy was so bad god was like Catherine, i'm gonna give you a really nice good birth and luckily it at six, I, well, she was actually nine days overdue, and that sucked too. But that was part of pregnancy, not labor. So the birth itself started off hurting real bad. The um, the contractions that sucked, and then I got the epidural, and I felt nothing. I felt no pull. I didn't tear. I didn't shit myself right on the table. <laughs> Marley came out, she was healthy, and I swear to God, I didn't feel it. I imagine it's like a oh. stress relief, you know, when the baby's finally out. It's like, oh, I thank felt, God that's over. I felt I, her, for sure. I hate to say this. Oh, God. And I'm going to get some black for it, but oh my God, it's almost like, I feel like you would compare it to Kurt, like if you if we had to take like a mass, like after you eat the pint of Ben and Jerry's, you had to take a massive yes. dump, yes. and you finally relieve yourself. Yes. And like you feel that like yeah. weight lifted off your sh- shoulders. That's yes. probably what it's like. Yes, and but it's like obviously it's a little bit what it different. It felt like because it actually felt like I shit her out, and <laughs> and it was weird to go to the bathroom after that. It was a little like, oh no, what's gonna happen? But I was good. <laughs> in in the healing sucks. That was really terrible for like a couple, like a week, three weeks after fourth week. I was on the mend. I was ready to go, and I did, and. Uh, no, but birth, I got really, really, really so lucky. I was born to breed. Oh, wow. That, wow, that's an, B to B. Born phrase. to breed. Yeah, B2B. We need a t-shirt one. with that on it. Well, yes. I, that's what they said to my mom because she had me and my sisters without epidurals. I would never do that. I think that's psychotic. But All right, Drew, oh. fire off another. 
Yeah, so mine would be for anybody listening, what for all the listeners out there, what's one some what is one thing before I, I guess one what's one thing that you would want to tell somebody and be like, hey, this is one thing you have to know that you wouldn't know unless you went through all of the entire, you know, nine month and beyond experience. Yeah, oh my god, literally don't do it. Okay. Wait, wait. If you think you want to do it, wait. Like he's just okay. Wait. That's pretty good advice. Just wait because you know what? Even if you might want to, sometimes like just wait. Would you have another then? Yeah. Okay. But not yeah, absolutely. But I see why people would want to not have children. Not that I I wouldn't oh. want to be that. I wouldn't ever want to be that. But I get it. It's a lot, and it's a forever forever thing and it's a it's like it really is the hardest thing you'll ever do just because it's the forever part of it and how serious it is and how much you just are forced to change so it's forever but if there was something else i'd tell people it's um while you're thinking go ahead no i i thought i was really calm during my pregnancy i was the most calm i've ever been but it's also because i didn't leave my house well i didn't i mean i left my house but I didn't feel good a lot of times, so I just didn't go out with people. I didn't do anything, and I just remained very calm and level-headed, and I think that's why Marley is so perfect because I just was very calm and mellow the whole time, which I never am. <laughs> yeah, it changed that's... the second I had her. I'm like, yeah. it went back to normal, but no, I was very blasé the whole time. Okay. Some would say you potentially just signed yourself up for a fraud of the week in the future when Marley comes on the pod. Would you agree or disagree? Given the given what you had said. Nothing I what? Did or have said would make me a fraud. I feel like you saying <laughs> that you not you didn't you didn't come out and say the R word, but you did insinuate that you maybe you know, knowing what you know now would have waited longer and or you just said, don't have kids at all. Do you see that as something that Marley would take out of context? Oh, no, because I'm obsessed with Marley. Okay, good. No, and we just want, we want the picture to be true. You are life. treading very lightly no. on, on thin ice, it seems like over there. No, no. No, I get what he's saying. I get what I'm he's just, saying. I just want her to know the facts that's all <laughs> no i, I didn't it. take it that way i <clears throat> no i can handle it but there's people that can't handle it and the people that can't handle it don't do it and then that's yeah. not fair no, i will a, say the way to put it based off your comments i can kind of compare that to if i would like i would never want kids at this stage in my life i took care of a dog for like a couple of weeks and that was a lot because you have to be home to like take the dog out and let the dog yep. poop in the yard and all that and by the end of the two weeks Catherine and i was tired as hell i was like i gotta go back to living on my own and not like having anything any responsibility so my question would be like how's that like waking up every single day afterwards being like i have a human that relies on me to live right now <laughs> well that's what i'm talking about the for yeah it's forever it's Never ending, but it's cool because um, 
I guess it's rewarding, like, when she's, like, happy and stuff. It's like, oh, that's all because of me. And it's obvious that I'm her best friend. And people will be like, oh, she's a daddy's girl. And I'm like, yeah, totally. She's my best friend. My BFF. And it's so obvious. And I've always wanted someone to be obsessed with me. And she's obsessed with me. <laughs> so I forget what your question was. But... Oh, no. Yeah, that that, ra- that answers it. It was like waking up every day, living with another like mini human that you got to take care of. Like, Yeah, like, well, if you're having a bad day, you can't obviously take it out on babies, so you got to deal. Yeah. And that's kind of sucky getting past that. But also, at times, it's good that she's there because she doesn't allow you to wallow or be in a funk or anything like that, and I can easily fall into those. But sometimes when you need to be, you need to be. But other times, it's good because she's like, Mama and I'm yep. like, right. <laughs> That's Makes awesome. Sense. True. You got any more? That's it for me, Molly. I'll be seeing you in under two months. Oh. Lunch. Over. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cat. Thanks for joining us. As always, we may have you on the show in short order. You know, maybe you get your friends to tune in. Maybe we get some some people trying to get some backlash from the high school Facebook post comments that I yeah. made. Who, Who knows? knows? We'll this see. is where it all starts. You should start getting some like cool guests like me. Yeah. Who, who would be know. another guest you'd suggest? I don't know. Pick out like a random post in the class of 2014 group and be like, hey, does anyone want to come oh my on, God. on our podcast? No, that would be fraudulent. Here's what I've done in my last seven years. I've created a podcast. We we were thinking about plugging the podcast as a troll move in that comment section and being like, hey, everybody listen in to TWBLC every week. I would do it. Would have been on there. Kidding. Drew, we can, let's do it in the actual uh, group, like uh, TWBLC Facebook group. We'll just okay. add, we'll add ourselves yes. and then yes. post I it. see what you're saying. Yes. I like that. I think Sam Ryder and Josh Wilson are the new admins. Oh, well, Josh will definitely add that in. So we'll that, get, that's he'll, easy. He'll, get, he'll let us in. All right. Well, with that, we'll let you go because we're going to get on to a little sports talk here. Oh, my God. There's sports on this show? Yes. Oh, a little bit of everything. Wait. Let me give you a little sports clip of the week. Um, All right. Got nothing. All right. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait. Maybe I do. Um, is baseball starting soon? Yeah, sure. Yeah, spring training. Love baseball. I'm excited for that. Go Sox. That's it. <laughs> All right. Go Wonderful. Sox. All right, Cat. We'll talk to you. Thank you very Bye. much, Cat. Bye. Bye. All right, Drew. Let's uh, hop into a quick portion of some stonk talk as well yep. as some sports thereafter. Start off with the stonks. Pretty plateauish week, I think, because we went up. We went up in the beginning of the week, down a little bit last couple of days, and then today, right at the end of the day, turned green. I've kind of Big been push. stuck at where I was last Friday, which is fine. I like to see yeah. the stability right now. Let's set this as a baseline. What are your thoughts? Uh, my initial thought is the last time we said base. Last time we, you said baseline. The last time we said baseline, we know what happened. I yeah. hope it doesn't happen again. Um, I would agree, though. Obviously, like we can't ask for too much. There's been some volatility in the marketplace over the last month, so we got to be happy with a steady week after what we went through two weeks ago, scratching and clawing to get back into the green. Yep. No complaints from my end. I'm excited to finally be a part of Tesla and have my hand in that. 
Uh, as I mentioned offline in a group chat, I have trimmed the fat a little bit. I'm down to Tesla, DraftKings, Square, Neo, and my pen, which I would be remiss to not cut out pen. Absolutely incredible run they've been on in the last, I mean, you could call it a month or so. They're up almost 7%. They actually also reached their 52-week high late last week. So they are on a rampant pace. Um, but things are looking up. Things are in the green. And again, like you said, knock on and infinity pieces of wood. Let's hope this is the baseline and we can build from here. Yep. I would like to mention, you know, just some scrolling news that I scrolled past. Alibaba. Alibaba. Jack, Jack Ma's company down to 225. So wow. your decision to get out, Drew, is looking better and better each day as that, that price drops. And China, oh, China, the executive government or the what CC not CCP that that's the Soviet Union I think no I think it is the CCP it's the Chinese Communist Party uh, they have come out saying they're continuing their like you know tech strike down and that's not good for the tech stocks obviously JD.com I sold it at about 105 it's now down to 85 again I might get back in on JD.com because I'm a believer but we are not investors or we are not What's the word? I'm we are not for? financial advisors. Stock. We are not financial advisors or stockbrokers. This is not professional advice. Take what you would like and with a grain of salt, act upon it. Yes. All right. Let's hop into the sports. I think that was a, a quick summary of what was going yeah. on, and we'll try to keep this thing under an hour. Players yeah. Championship this week for the PGA Tour. Justin Thomas. What a win! I believe he only missed, if I can get this right, three greens. In the whole entire weekend. So for 36 holes, he was 33 of 36 in greens and regulation. He actually lost two strokes in putting in the final round, which is a testament to his ball striking because I believe he shot four under that day because he started the day off at 10 and 14 under ended up winning. Lee Westwood came up just shy again. I believe I predicted it in last week's pod, or I don't know if I, I said it. It might have just been in the group text like, I don't have mm. any faith in Lee Westwood to win. He He's comparable to, you know, a Tony Fee now. And if it comes to a big moment, you're just going to take guys like JT who have done the winning and who seem to want to hit the shots when they need to. And I'll point out a specific yep. for Lee Westwood down the stretch. 16th hole, hits it center of the fairway, about 287 off the tee. He's got a long way in, about 260, but for... Uh, any professional really that's enough club uh or that's uh, three woods enough club to get there for 260 if there's not a tremendous amount of win which there was not he elected to choose to hit an iron to lay up and then wedge it on the green i thought the issue with this decision was that iron couldn't get past kind of the fairway bunker slash tree that runs in on the left side so we i thought the harder shot was actually to hit that iron because then you'd have to either carry that tree or bunker or hit it in a very, very narrow gap with the water on the right. So I thought the smart play was to actually be aggressive, hit the three, would go for the green and two. What's he do? He ends up hitting the iron, goes in the bunker underneath the tree. He has absolutely no shot, goes into another bunker, gets up and down with, with a really good par save to kind of keep him in it, but then he three-putts 17 to make bogey after he birdied 18 to finish one back. His putt on 18, though, important because Bryson's lipped out for birdie, and he made his birdie to go one ahead of Bryson, made him an extra $750,000. So 
That's crazy to me. Isn't that crazy? Like 750k, like one shot difference. That much. That much. Like, it's sometimes for me. I'll be honest. It's tough to wrap my head around that type of those types of movements and situations. Yeah, it's almost. It's almost like, man, I feel like they shouldn't be getting that much money, right? You almost think that, but to them, that's like a hundred bucks. It's it, given what their overall. I, I don't know if the word would be earnings well, or value would be at. I don't think that's – it's not as much as obviously we think it is, but still, I would agree with you there. No, definitely, and I understand that, but I'm just going to read you the top, you know, whatever payments yeah. here. I believe it was $2.2 million for JT. I'm trying to pull Jesus it up. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, just absolutely kind of absurd. And now, I believe Lee Westwood got – about 1.5 million for second place, so it's not like it was a bad day for Lee Westwood. No, no, not by any means. That is crazy. That's crazy. To to be the first loser and make over a million dollars is you, you ain't losing. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, and then Bryson coming in third place. He was there kind of all week. He actually topped a ball off the tee on the fourth hole and ended up making a double bogey because he had to drop way back on, like, the woman's tee. Yeah. I just got the earnings. 2.7 for Justin Thomas, 1.635 for Lee Westwood, and 885000 in a tie for third for Bryson and Brian Harmon. Jesus. But I mean, on a course that shouldn't set up well at all for Bryson because it kind of limits where how far you can hit it, yeah, he played great. He actually just called, quasi called for a distance rollback. So, the USGA has been talking about limiting the technology of the drivers, uh, and possibly doing something with the ball to make it more of a limited flight slash. It'll go, it'll go less far. Like you can't get to the point where they're huh. hitting these three forty drives because they're starting to outpace courses where you know courses they've played for hundreds of years have become mini, mini putt courses practically when they're hitting driver wedge off the tee when that it was makes sense. originally designed for a driver five iron. And like some of these guys' swings are almost outgrowing the courses and what they, what you would regularly hit. Correct. And yeah. I think a lot of people point to it who are fans of the rollback say, you know, tennis has done the same thing with a rollback. It's been a rollback of the balls and also of they kind of, regulate the rackets because they don't want 180 mile power serves that nobody can return right that's not good for the game yeah. and good for the viewing yeah. Yeah. so it's almost the same for golf same but it's, idea it's different because you do want to see the long drives and you want to see the birdies so mm. that's that's kind of what they're weighing here but bryson being quasi calling for it is obviously playing to his advantage because the longest people are still going to have a big advantage over the shorter people. Yeah, definitely. So I, I think it's all relative, and it it really doesn't matter what they decide to do. I think it's just smart to say, hey, we don't have to build brand new courses for specifically PGA Tour players, and they can play actually at all these old courses that have a bunch of history and yada, yada, yada. Nope, I'm on board. That makes sense. And with that, that'll wrap up 
the PGA Tour this week. We might not even talk PGA Tour next week because it's the Honda Classic and really nobody big is playing in it, and I probably won't even watch it other than to check Sunday who won. Uh, with that, I'll pass it over to you for you know the big updates from Gillette Stadium and the Patriots camp. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. I know we hinted at it last week. I I, I sort of gently touched on Patriots free agency and that they were setting themselves up for a, a pretty exciting offseason given the amount of cap space that they had. And boy, oh boy, I'm not right often, but I had set the stage for historically the biggest really two days in terms of free agency signings based on just financial value probably ever in the history of the Patriots organization. Um, pretty incredible day. I, you know, some people call it reckless overpayment. Some people call it, you know, covering for his mistakes in the draft and in the success of Brady and Gronk in Tampa Bay. Uh, I would probably call it a mix of all of those things. At the end of the day, last year was certainly an embarrassment. Nobody's going to deny or uh, try to argue against that. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, I'm happy with what we got. Whether you had to overpay for some positions or not, there was too many holes on this team to let a lot of those free agents walk. So I'm happy that we're making use uh, with the money that we have available. And that's the best I can put it. And I'm excited to see what they do with the quarterback position. Because yep. to your point, Kurt, none of this really matters if they just sit pretty with Cam, in our opinion. Um, so I'm definitely eager to see what route they take, whether it's trade. I don't really know who else is out there for free agency at this point or the draft. Uh, that's sort of the last chip to fall, it seems like. So we'll see what happens over the coming weeks. With I'll, be, that. And, I'll be breaking this to you right now, I think. Kyle Van Noy back to the Patriots as of 41 minutes ago, by the way. I didn't know that, but again, hey, they all come crawling back. I wouldn't call him a product of his environment, but crawling back after one year down south is telling, and I think Bill certainly got the most out of KVN, so I'm excited to have him back in that linebacking core. I can't say crawling back because I thought Miami was, you know, a, a pretty decent team. No, so Miami was decent, but they did cut him one year into his four year. Yeah, you know, Max deal. Um, okay, for younger and cheaper alternatives, but uh, definitely no complaints with that signing. Given the linebacking core that we had last year, that was putrid. Whether it be opt outs and injuries, so he he's a good piece to have back, for sure. Yeah, and I just want to get you on the record here, so we we yeah. get everything straight and narrow, so I can hold yeah. you accountable. Hold me accountable. You are still saying that Cam will not play. Week one of the the season this year, correct? No, I he'll, don't. He'll not be starting. My best guess is that Camden will not be the week one starter for the Patriots. Okay. I and... think this is merely an insurance policy based okay. on, you know, what's available right now. My hope, Kurt, my hope is that given the amount of moves that they've made over the last three days now, yep. that Cam is not their best option. I my hope, again, I'll say it a million times, my hope, I'm not guaranteeing anything, is that these moves set us up for something much bigger and more impactful than just going back to the well with Cam. Okay, and I do want to say that you stated in previous pods if they did go back to the well with Cam and started him week one, I believe you're on record saying 
that's when you'd call for some heads to be rolled. I would, yeah. And, okay. and I'll, I'll, I'll take a half step back but still stick to, to that initial statement in that I don't think Cam is the answer. He clearly, at least last year, was not physically capable playing the position. But given the complete overhaul of offensive weapons over the last two days and adds on defense, this is a different team. So I, do I think Cam can be more successful than he was last year, this year? With this team, yes. But I still would like to see someone else at the helm. Okay. I certainly wouldn't be pleased, I'll tell you that. Gotcha. Well, I'll pass it over to you for Drew's dad joke here, and we'll wrap this thing up. Dad joke, big one this week, brought to you by Gloucester Gear. As always, Catherine hinted at him maybe opening a restaurant. We got Gloucester Gear for now. Go get your gear for the summer. It's getting warmer out. What happens when you go to the bathroom in France? Uh, I mean, it's, oh, you go wee-wee, wee-wee or something like that. Oh, that's a good one. No, but that's probably a better hook than what I was going to say. Oh, that's European. disappointing. I thought I had that. Oh, European. okay. But going wee oui, wee oui is honestly That's probably specifically better. France, right? I mean, yeah, that... that's, that's more France specific than the European play on words. So I'm going to give you that one because I think you just. I made it better. Trumped my dad joke. I think you made it better. So I'll give you okay. credit there. Gotcha. Well, I'm going to do a little quote here to wrap us up. This one coming from Jesse Owens. This one is quite hefty, I would say. Not hefty. That's not the right word. Impactful. Impactful. That's what I was going for. He said, although I wasn't invited to shake hands with Hitler, I wasn't invited to the White House to shake hands with the president either. Coming wow. from Olympic athlete, Olympic runner, Jesse Owens. I think he's a gold medalist, right? I think he is. That's that one holds some weight. You weren't you weren't lying. Four gold medals in the one hundred, two hundred, and four by one hundred meter relay and the long jump. He managed to break or equal nine Olympic records and also set three world records. Wow. Yeah. So there you go. We'll wrap it up with that. Sign us off here correctly, Drew. Pat from last year, play us out. What's for lunch? T-double-B-L-C. Stay in your seat. What's for lunch today? Sazits. Brown bag, brown bag. The Brown Bag Lunch Crew.